This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Welcome to Force of Light Entertainment. I'm your host, Michelle, and with me, as always, is my co-host, my sister, Natalie. Hello, everyone. This is episode 49 of Force of Light Entertainment. Just one away from 50, everybody. The big 5-0. Yes. Coming at you. Yes, and if you are listening on podcasts, and those of you watching on YouTube, we are available all places podcasts are. But if you're listening on podcasts, if you don't mind get leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and also, if you would not mind to write us a kind review. Also, we, we love those. We do love those. Also, if you're watching on YouTube and have not yet clicked the sur- subscribe button, go ahead and do that. And as we're talking, share your thoughts down below. We like this to be a conversation, everyone. Definitely. Yes. It's more fun that way. It is more we fun like that way. We like to hear way. your guys' opinions. We do. And also, if you enjoy Force of Light Entertainment on podcasts or YouTube, we encourage you to share our content with someone else that just loves to geek out over things like Star Wars, DC, all the stuff we talk about. So share our content with those people. Because I think we're going to be doing a little geeking out. We are about... We are about to geek out. And pretty much over the next few weeks, we're going to be geeking out. 100%. And because, 110%. Yeah, we're going to give it 110%. Shell, 100 is just the minimum. That's that's true. Um, so anyways, today is the day, guys. Uh, in the words of Emperor Palpatine in The Rise of Skywalker, long have I waited. This is true. Long have we waited Too for long. for this day. And that is for the Mandalorian season two premiere, aka the Baby Yoda show. We are super excited to. What? 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 Yes. Yeah. We are so (laughs) pumped to have the Mandalorian back. To have the special asset, the child, is back in our lives today. We have missed him, but he is back. And oh, did he come back. Lost but not forgotten. Yes. He's back. So, needless to say, we're pretty excited about today. I mean, I don't know about you, Natalie. I get, well, Natalie, you woke up before me. So, tell, tell them. I woke up at five and uh, I told Michelle I have problems delaying gratification, clearly, <laughs> because I was barely awake. But I thought, oh, it's out. And I turned it on barely awake. So, then at about seven, I rewatched it. And then we rewatched it with my daughter tonight. So I've seen it three times today. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I've seen it. I woke up around six o'clock, had some funky dreams that woke me up, but woke up around six Happens. o'clock and then was so excited to get my coffee, to get in front of my big screen TV and to watch The Mandalorian. And man, did it not disappoint. So that's what we're going to be discussing today. So join the conversation. And let's discuss the man DeLorean. Duh, 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 duh. Yeah, we need we, we need music intros here, people. And that way we don't have to we don't have to do it with our own mouth. We really need some editing, don't we, Michelle? But it's more it's more entertaining this way. You know, we're like the we're like the OG Star Wars. We have to really, you know, make we everything use, we ourselves. Use pr- practical effects. And that very practical. That is what the Mandalorian's about too in many ways. So hey, we're we're here for it. So yeah, so this is 
I like how they're just continuing on with chapters. Yes. You know, you think of, uh, we've been in a Stranger Things kick, for those of you guys know it who watch us. Uh, Stranger Things, of course, does chapters too. Yes, I like the chapters. I, I like the chapters too. But, you know, they always do, each season has its, it goes back to one, chapter yeah. one. So I thought it was kind of a unique thing that they just have continued this with Chapter 9. Yes, so that, I like that. Yeah, that's interesting. And, of course, Chapter 9 is where, why can I not, where is it? It is. Oh, the Marshall. The Marshall, yes. I guess that three times I remember a few things. <laughs> yes, it is It is the Marshall. And uh, right off the bat, uh, let, well, I want to say this actually right off the bat. Um, I love because chapter f- in season one, chapter five and cha- chapter six kind of were kind of a lot of ours, I think, least favorite in many way, even though I still really liked it. I think a lot of people, it wasn't their favorite and it, because it kind of felt random and just kind of like a story of the week, like it didn't really have anything in the bigger picture. Right. So I really enjoyed that in many ways... Just as chapter four connected to chapter seven in a way because of Cardoon, I like that they went back and chapter nine, this first episode of season one, connects with chapter five of season. I mean, I would say we're on season two, but it connects with chapter five in season one. So yes. I, I like that because it's kind of now it'll make you view that episode a little different. Right. So I think we kind of need to learn from this to maybe. Maybe when they leave things and you feel, well, that doesn't feel like it it progresses the overall story. Maybe it will. Maybe they'll come back to it. Yeah, it seems like with this show, almost nothing is random. Yes. It's going to come back or tie in or you think, oh, that was kind of random, but it's going to tie in later. Yes, because that was kind of one of the, if you want to say criticism, I'd say slight criticism of of episode one, I mean, season one is people feeling like there were those random case of the weeks that didn't really connect. But, but it will usually ultimately tie together. Yes. I think So I, I really love, right off the get-go, as I think about this episode, that it connects now with Chapter 5. So that's interesting. But, okay, so we'll start with the opening scene. And I, as I absolutely love the opening scene of Season 1, I thought the opening scene of Season 2... I actually like it better than season one. Yeah. In many ways. I really do. I mean, talk about, we just love seeing Mando in season one. Of course, it's just him walking by himself. And now in this, you get him with the child. Well, I think you just get so excited. Kind of like you said, long have I waited. You just get so happy to see Mando and then that floating stroller, you know, next to him, just kind of making their way along. It just kind of makes you happy. And it's kind of a neat little city that they've established in that opening scene. Yeah, a it, lot it, of graffiti. And it almost feels like, like say, going back to Stranger Things, we were just there. It almost feels like Chicago in 1980s in that episode. Yeah. like But in Star Wars. It's true. Like, that's what it felt like. And it was an interesting feel. And then, of course, them. And I love you see the wolf, the kind of wolf eyes that are all around them. And Baby Yoda just kind of like. He's always just kind of tanky, taking it all in. You he know? is. He, he truly, I mean, like children do. Yeah. Uh, truly takes and absorbs everything that's going on. And that opening scene with the Gamoran guards fighting. And Baby Yoda's very intrigued by, by that fight. But then, of course, we get this character that I, I absolutely believe. I didn't check this. It sounds like. Uh, 
John Favreau is speaking for the guy with one eye. And, I mean, what a creep. We find out yeah. that he basically hunts down Mandalorians so he can take their Beskar armor. Uh, so, real creeper. And, <laughs> right. Stage five creeper. Yeah, he, we had a stage five clinger, I mean, creeper, <laughs> right off of the bat. I just watched uh, Wedding Crashers recently. Yeah, <laughs> stage so. five clinger. It's fresh on my mind. <laughs> we had a stage five creeper in this one. And that whole scene was just awesome. And even the fighting. I tell you one moment I loved, and of course we all love, but we saw it in the trailer where Baby Yoda sees the flying birds. He's like, I'm out of here. Um, like he knows what's what's about to go yeah, down. Yeah, he knows what's up. And that was an awesome moment. That was. Like just the the pacing, the music, it gets silent. And then like, Shoom. you know, he said something about, I thought you weren't a gambling man. He's like, I'm not. And then, you know. <laughs> Yes. And uh, so, yeah, that was really cool. And and this is just off the cuff, me sharing. Did you not think it's almost like he had Batman-like fighting skills in that scene? Like, oh. he had some kind of Batman-like essence going on or They've something. They've totally, I think, taken from Batman, which Michael Condor is a superhero, by the way. But they've totally... <laughs> yes, Michael. They've totally taken from Batman. I first saw that in Chapter 3. When he's yeah. sneaking in to get Baby Yoda. I that before, like, how much it was like, ooh, it's kind of some Batman-looking moves. In Chapter 3, when he's going back to get Baby Yoda, it's just pure Batman. Yeah. And he definitely has some Batman. I'll tell you, the moment in that fight that I loved is once he's fighting and this guy comes at him and he just leans into it with his helmet because yeah. he just knows, like, boom, like, that's going to... That's going to leave it. That's going to leave a mark. Right. <laughs> on them. Um, so, the words of Tommy Boy. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely going to leave a mark. Um, but that whole fight scene was just awesome and him getting that creeper. And I love that he says, like, you will not die by my hands. And you're kind of like, okay. I knew something was up right then. I'm like, okay, he's going to die at some point, though. But little did I know it was like a minute later. He's going to die by the wolf's mouths. Right. <laughs> it's like he didn't lie to him. No. But. <laughs> Which I feel like you almost are kind of shocked that Mando did that. But I, I told her I was a little bit. I was like, oh, that kind of surprised me that he would leave him there to die. But then she's like, well, did you not realize, like, what a creep he is? And it's like, yeah, you know, I mean, it still surprised me a little bit. But, I, I mean, I understood it more. He almost seems like the type of person, if you did it, he's probably going to come after you. And he's already got people after him. So it's probably not wise to have more people after him. True. But it also is kind of a callback to the intro scene of season one where he chops a guy in half through the door. So it's true. it's kind of a callback to like when Mando needs to do take care of stuff, Mando will take care of stuff. Unlike Batman, he doesn't mind to kill. He ain't afraid of no ghosts. No, he, he will he will definitely kill. Or any Cyclops looking brothers. Yeah, he was uh, quite quite the character, um, <laughs> quite the creeper. But yeah, so that opening scene was just awesome. I absolutely love the opening scene. And so then, of course, the the Cyclops character tells them that there's another Mandalorian on Tatooine. So there's where we get the connection back to Chapter 5 of the Mandalorian and with the, the Gunslinger episode. And we get back and we're back to, I forget her name, but the, the mechanic who is, is very too. humorous. Very likable uh, character. Yes. And I remember when we discussed Chapter 5 uh, many months ago at this point. 
uh, asking if she would be back because she was a good character. So I enjoyed that they brought her back. I was genuinely happy to see her and just her, you know, and for her to, and she, like, she pointed out, like, when she's like, oh, no, no, come on, droids, you know, he doesn't like you. <laughs> and then he's like, well, then give it a once over, you know, his personality. And she's like, oh, a lot has changed. Yeah. You know, he's had some character development. And uh, yeah, that was cute. And then her interaction with Baby Yoda, her joke about like, is he for sale? I'm just kidding, but not really. Because you know? it's basically her saying what we as the crowd are thinking. Yeah. So, so we identify. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's very funny. And... I do like, like you said, good character development. It shows where he overcame. And we understand why he felt the way he did about droids after what he went through as a kid. But it's good character development that he's fine with them now. Yes. That IG-11 helped him overcome that and Quill. So so that's that's cool. Rest in peace, IG-11 and Quill. Yes, yes. R.I.P. To both of them. Um, But yeah, so that scene. And then, of course... I love the little that Red Five, of course, that was famously going to go with Luke in A New Hope is there. And that was just kind of a cool little Easter egg right there. Um, and you can even see where his respirator blew out on the on the top of his head. Uh, she complains about him being slow. Like, could you be any slower? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taking his time. Yes. Yes. That that was cool. And, of course, so then he, he sets off to this place this that has basically been all but destroyed, she, he's been told, and goes off on the, the, the speeder bike. And come on, it doesn't get cuter than Baby Yoda in a sack on the side of a speeder bike. I don't think Baby Yoda is happier than when he's moving swiftly through the wind with the wind blowing in his little hairs. I think that's him, like, at his peak. I think he's kind of like... He's loving life. He's kind of got a little Ricky Bobby in him. Like He wants he, to go fast. He's basically like, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> and he wants he wants to go fast. So I, that's kind of Baby Yoda on the back of the speeder. So then when he gets to this little town, it's when we get our first big surprise and something we've kind of discussed before. We get our first big surprise, and that is Cobb Vanth, who walks in. And he is in Bubba Fett's armor. So that was kind of our big, oh, like, it's it's Bubba Fett's armor. Yeah. And I knew exa- as soon as he was standing there, I was like, that's Timothy Olamay. I believe, I don't know if I'm spell- saying his name, his last name wrong uh, there. I believe yeah, it's Olamay. I Olamay. haven't even watched Justified, but I know he's been in other stuff because he looks so familiar uh, Santa Clara Diet. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. I only watched one episode of that, but I thought that was the same guy. He's been a few things, but I could tell just from his stance, there he is. There's Timothy. And, of course, it was. And it made me laugh. I don't know if you guys noticed watching. Again, they're so good at revealing, of allowing Mando to say so much behind a mask without saying anything. It's true. And when when Cobb takes his helmet off, it's almost like an, oh, crap. Like, <laughs> like you can see Mando's face, like... Like what did what did he just do? Did dude just do that? Yeah, did, are, are you allowed to do that? Did, what did he just do? Um, and and their whole back and forth was pretty funny. Like Timothy playing Cobb Banth, I feel like he added a nice like dose of humor to this episode. He did. He played the part of kind of the wild wild west sheriff or almost like yes. a Texas sheriff. Oh, totally. Very well, I mean, he basically nothing short, almost like said, you know. There's not the room for the two of us around here, you know, when they first have their interaction. Uh, but, but yeah, you know, I guess both of us aren't going to be walking out or whatever. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, this episode truly 
had that Western, like you're in a space Western, as, as George Lucas wanted with Star Wars, it truly has that vibe. Uh, being in an old city in Texas or somewhere, and the, the sheriff walks in. Like, that's what this felt like. Yes. And that was really cool. And again, I, uh, and Cobb Vant, for those of you who don't know, he made, I believe, his first appearance. I remember I first learned of him in the Aftermath, the Chuck Wendig book series. And they explain how he got in that. They explain how he got Bubba Fett's armor. And so I was already kind of aware of that. But for those of you who aren't, but they give that backstory in yeah, this episode I mean, I anyway. So it was helpful for me to see. Yes, they give the backstory. Um, so that was cool, though. And I love he's like, when basically they're going to have their shoot off for the, because, of course, uh, Mando says, give me the armor. Uh, I love he's or like, else. yeah, he's like, he's like with the kid here. <laughs> he's seen worse. Yeah, he's seen worse. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the kid, the kid's been through a lot, guys. Yeah, it's true. And I mean, let's just talk baby Yoda. First, he sneaks into the, the bar very sneakily because Yoda is, baby Yoda is basically half ninja at this point. He is very, very sneaky. He is very, very sneaky. And he sneaks in, and then does it get any cuter than Baby Yoda, like, poking out of a vase? I no. mean... The answer's no. <laughs> like, like, when you think Baby Yoda can't be cuter, they find a way to make Baby Yoda cuter. So... They up the ante. They up the ante with Baby Yoda. I mean, and I feel like this episode did a fantastic job of truly giving us like precious like quick shots of the child yes. of baby yoda which we like all so much gold just in the first episode yes baby yoda gold like on the level that we got say in episode two of season one we got in episode one this time yes so it was just fantastic and of course uh Cobb explains to him uh well you first see that big monster and i mean okay i want to say this i've gone ahead of myself going through scenes the CGI in season two, again, I said this, I believe, on our trailer talk, you can tell that the budget has been increased. I mean, this this episode looked gorgeous. Like, everything yeah. looked real. That right. monster, the sand quaking under them, the monster coming out, it looked real. It did. Like, it, it truly, it did not look, it looked movie quality, is yes. what I'm saying. Like, it, it wasn't like, oh, well, there's a TV monster. Right. Like, it truly, I mean, it looks like, again, they've upped the ante with, with the budget, and it it's just... Not, it's not the Kraken from the 1970s. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. From yeah, from uh, Clash of the Titans. Yeah, which I love that movie. But yeah, <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's a little more advanced than that guys come a long way. And it kind of, it's like a mix of like that, that new dinosaur well from Jurassic world with a star Wars creature, like mixed with a dragon. Yeah. Mix all at once, but like enormous. It is. I mean, the thing's huge. So, and I love baby Yoda just pops out of the vase. Like you could tell he's a little nervous. (laughs) Um, so then of course they, 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 he explains how they're, uh, well, actually, he explains the monster thing, and, and basically, if you help me kill this monster, I'll give you the armor. Which I pointed out to Michelle, once again, he could have just, like, killed the guy or beat him up and gotten it off easily. I mean, there weren't even a lot of people around. No. You know? 
So, but it just goes to show again, like that Mando has a heart and, you know, I think he is a good person and wants to help people when he can. Yeah, because this guy, Cobb, clearly is a good guy. Yes. And I think Mando saw that, knew that. Where like the creep. Like he was just trying to protect his little town. Yes. Like where the creep in the first, uh, the first scene, he's not a good guy. Like he's hunting down Mandalorians and stripping them of their armor. Like he's not... He's he's kind of like a mob boss. Like he's not a good dude. Yeah. Where Cobb is is you know like a sheriff. He's he's a good dude that's just right. trying to protect people. So of course they set out to go and take care of this 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 monster, this creature, this dragon as they they call it. And that's where we get Cobb's backstory, and we find how he first how this how he be, kind of became the sheriff of this little town. And I like I almost feel like they're slightly picking on what people kind of make fun of, of George Lucas having a second Death Star, because he says after the Death Star blew up and he goes, the second one. <laughs> like, if you notice that, it's a very quick little, like, I think it was just kind of a lighthearted way of kind of poking at something people have kind of poked at for, right, you know, 30-something years at this point. For um, decades. Yeah, for, for a while. Uh, so I thought that was kind of funny. And then to see, of course... How he gets his uh, the Bubba Fett armor from the little Jawas. Little Jawas have everything, don't they? My, can I just say my brain works funny, and I don't even know if you guys are gonna get this, or it's funny in my brain. It might not be to you, but you know those like Drake things that like Drake's like no, but then he's like <laughs> yes, yes, know? yeah. The memes. It's like I see him. They're like presenting him with guns <laughs> and like all these things. He's, and he's like, like no, and then he sees them. He's like. <laughs> He yeah. took that. He was like, yeah, to the Boba Fett armor. <laughs> That's just what flashed in my head in a mean version. That's pretty much what happened, but in a Star it's Wars like, nah, version. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, because yeah. he's just like, they're presenting this stuff. Nah, nah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's literally how that that's literally how that went down, <laughs> by the way. Uh, that was cool. And then, of course, they find the uh, the Sand People. Well, and first we get those dogs, like those kind of Star Wars wolf dog things. Yeah. And um, it kind I mean, of... they had some uh, intense teeth and stuff. They did. They were almost demi-dog-like. I, that's what <laughs> I thought. Kind of the... But then once they closed their mouths yeah. and like... Call, yeah, then they were more like a dog. Yes. And the Star Wars dog. Yeah. La- last season we got the Star Wars Lothal cat. This season we got the dog right off the bat. And... Uh, I love, it made me laugh even this morning when I was first watching it. I've now watched it twice. Uh, when when Mando, like, lets out that noise, you're like, what? Like, what, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? And, of course, he, I guess, has a relationship. And we see uh, Mando knows how to just, how to talk to the sand people. And it's so interesting contracting, uh, contrasting that with Anakin, who, of course, slaughtered the, the not just the men, but the women and the children. I was uh, like, dang, dude. <laughs> but but Chill. to contrast where he says they're animals. They're animals. Yeah. And for Mando, he even eventually tells the village people, yeah, they're savage. Like, yeah. <laughs> they are. Yeah, they are scavengers. But he explains, like, they've had to be to survive. Right. And so it's like kind of. Like they've made it for generations out Yes. There. Yeah, in a very rough place. Yeah. So it's neat to see Mando be able to communicate with these people that up until this point for us in Star Wars have been just so barbaric. 
We really see him being, again, I think a good leader and a bridge between two people that have things against each other. And then it rubs off, you know, and I think life is like that. And then you see it rub off on the sheriff. Like when a guy was giving one of the uh, yes. sand people a hard time, you know, he's like, it was just an accident, you know, chill out. And so, uh, yeah, I like that. But Well, and, and even again, I like believe we have to work together. Like we can't fight amongst each other, you know, or when Mando says that, I think that's a good point. Well, and it just shows that so much of animosity sometimes is just a lack of understanding yes. of the other and kind of breaking down those walls of difference. A fear and, of the unknown. Yes, and kind of getting to, to know one another and you see, oh, we can, we're not that different. We, we can, actually want the same things sometimes. Yes. Yeah, so so that was nice, and I even I think that again the humor in this episode worked well. It wasn't it's not like there was overwhelming humor in this episode, but it was really more uh, Cobb Timothy's character that brought it because even when they give him that drink and he's like, what what's this? Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like uh, it stinks. He's like it stinks. He, he's like, do you want their help? Well, not if I have to drink this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like so, I think he added you know really good humor. And, of course, we we move into the dragon and that final battle. And, uh, again, I just think they really up the ante, even compare that to, say, episode two of season one. This is so much bigger, a bigger scale, this bigger battle with, with the, the townspeople and the sand people. And... Uh, I mean, great use of the jetpack from both of them. Yes. Yeah, that was awesome. Told Michelle I want one of those. Yes, and I mean, Mando, the total hero at the end of this, when he literally pulls a Jack Sparrow and goes into the thing's mouth, just lets it swallow him, and then comes out of it. And I love little baby Yoda when he <laughs> when he goes when uh, when Mando goes into the the mouth. He he's like. Like he, oh, you, just that little sound will break your heart. You can tell like he's unsure. Like where is he? Uh, what's going on? He's coming back. Yeah, he buddy. he he came back, baby. Um, he cut, but but it was it was one of those good little moments. And again, I mean, baby Yoda in the sack. I mean, it's just it's adorable. It's adorbs. Baby Yoda in the sack. <laughs> yes, in the sack. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Literally, he's in a sack. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it's just cute. And of course, Mando saves the day for everyone. And uh, Cobb Vanth gives the, the Mandalorian armor back and tells them, you know, you tell your people I didn't break the jetpack. Right. <laughs> as Mando had done. And, and I, I actually believe him on that. Yeah. Yes, and, and Boba Fett had kind of a rough go of it <laughs> the last time we saw him. Oh well, 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 we're not to Boba Fett though. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, you're saying that that, that they wouldn't think that. What are you saying? Yeah, I'm saying when you said okay. he said, tell them I didn't mess up the armor. He was yes. wearing Boba Fett's armor. Yes, yes, yes. And like I didn't do that. I'm yeah. saying yes. Like, you know, I, yeah, because because believable. Boba he Fett, didn't do that. Uh, that armor, man, it had been in. The Sarlacc pit. <laughs> yeah, that had been through some stuff. It had probably been eroded a little bit um, right. through the Sarlacc pit. So it, it had been through a tough time. And I, I definitely, again, I don't believe, because I can already almost hear people uh, kind of saying, like they said maybe about episode two or episode five of season one, like, I really liked it, but it didn't progress the story or whatever. Um, I definitely believe that Cobb, Cobb Vance will be back 
Because what does he say? Like until he does until next time, or, or like until I hope we, to run into you again, partner. Or like until like that, we meet again. I, they leave it in a way. He might not have said partner, but he just gives me partner vibes. He did not say partner. She added the partner. Um, it definitely ends in a way that I feel like it was pretty much identical to where Cardoon in episode four says until our paths cross. Like it, yeah. it true. He didn't word it that way. But it was very much like, this character's going to be back. Oh, yeah. And in all honesty, you don't get Timothy Olamay, if I'm saying his name right, I hope I am. You don't get him to be in one random episode. Yeah. So I can see him coming back, and I can see Mando even giving him some the armor back to fight. Or yeah. I feel like this character, who seems to have a good heart and care about things, it's going to come into play for Mando somewhere down the, the road. Because, and I thought that was sweet, too, like, when he's talking to the town people, uh, and, you know, he says, like, as much as I've grown to love this armor, I love this town more. Yeah, You know, so he's clearly, it's not about his pride. Like, he really is just, like, a good person that wants to protect and help the town. Yes. And as we've kind of even talked about in our predictions, I believe the antis are going to be upped. Like, say, the end of season one, I bet the end of season two will be even larger scale. So my point is, you're going to need to add some people to the fight. Yeah. So I could see his character somewhere down the line coming in to aid Mando and the child is kind of what I'm sensing by the end of that episode. And yeah, I like, can totally see that. Like, you're definitely going to meet this character again. Uh, he's going to be back. And, and he's likable, so I hope so. He's humorous. He's likable. Great actor. Uh, people, of course, love him from Justified. Uh, and, yeah, great character. So uh, already a new good character right off the bat. So yes. that's awesome. And then, of course, the final shot as Mando and Baby Yoda are jetting off, we see no other than Bubba Fett. The one. The and only. only. Bubba Fett. <laughs> Bubba Fett is back. He the cli- man. The man. <laughs> the legend who somehow climbed out of the Sarlacc pit. Back from the dead. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I guess he didn't die. He is back. And why does he have no eyebrows? <laughs> can Michelle, some, it's in style, okay? Can someone... I, I mean, maybe the acid or something from being in the stomach of the Sarlacc pit, maybe... It's an eyebrow eraser. Maybe it, it removed his eyebrows. I don't, I don't know. Something's going on with those eyebrows, people. <laughs> they were gone. <laughs> I've watched it twice. They're not there. <laughs> So that was kind of interesting. He literally just looks like a scavenger at this point. And he so, looks like he's been through some stuff. He does look he like has. he does look like he's been through some stuff. Uh, I mean, uh, Cobb's been through some stuff, but he be look he looks a lot better than, than yeah. Boba Fett. Right. So, and again, you don't just randomly place Boba Fett at the very end of an episode to not bring him back. And I just want to say that we did predict. Now our prediction numbers were pretty were not that great of the percent that we gave for Bubba, but we did say we we thought he could be back. <laughs> we were saying there was a chance. <laughs> we did say there was a chance, and he was back. Um, so yeah, so that's just kind of cool. So you know, in the chat, especially what. To, What's Boba Fett's role going to be in this? Uh, do you think he's going to be back? Because I definitely think you just don't it, you don't just randomly show Boba Fett and not bring him back in the season. I will be back. That's yeah, that's not going to happen. And I felt Boba Fett to me. I know people love him. He was always kind of a jerk, especially that scene in the Clone Wars. 
So it's kind of. I'm. Kinda, I just never got much of a feel for him. Like, well, how could yeah, you how in the original you? trilogy? But, but then it's like you said, and I know, like our nephew, like people are big fans. Big so, fans. I mean, apparently he has an effect on some people. Yeah. So it, it, I wonder if he'll be a jerk. Like, will he pursue Mando now? Because he know he saw a Mandalorian, Mandalorian armor. Will he go after Mando? Uh, what's Boba Fett gonna do? What is the Fett? gonna do next is what we're all kind of wondering so uh so kind of questions at the end of this at the end of this episode of course the big one being what's the deal with Bubba Fett but then the next question is going back to episode five chapter five of season one uh you know it ended with with who I believe is Cobb uh Vanth walking towards uh, Fennec Shand, that assassin. Remember, you remember that person walking, yeah. and we wondered who that was. Right. I believe it was Cobb, but was it Cobb? I mean, I think so. Um, but was it, or was it someone else? But I, I think it's Cobb. But then that leaves the question: So is Fennec Shand dead? Is she not dead? Um, that's kind of a mystery. From because they definitely wanted you to see something at the yeah. end of that episode in, in season one. So where does that come into play here? And then another question I have is, will Chapter 10, of course, Episode 2, will that pick up on Tatooine next week's episode? I tell Natalie, I kind of wish at the end of the credits, they would, you know, the way like NBC or ABC does next week on whatever. I kind of wish we got maybe like a 15 to 20. Yeah, just a tiny sneak peek into what's coming. That would be really cool. Uh, Lucasfilm, if you're listening, uh, yeah, definitely take this idea. Call us. Uh, yeah, call us. Uh, that would be an awesome thing to do. But just a little, just to kind of give us a little taste, a little glimpse of what's coming in the next episode. <laughs> that would be great. Um, I like the way you did that there. <laughs> taste. Yeah, we just want a, 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 little, a little nip. Just a little morsel of the cookie. <laughs> just a little bit. We're like Cobb just won the water in with the Jawas. <laughs> That's what we're wanting. Just quench our thirst a little Man, bit. And I would have wanted that water, too. <laughs> yeah, I would have really wanted it, too. <laughs> um, so, will episode 10, for those of you in the chat, let us know what you guys think. What, was that Cobb at the end of uh, chapter 5 in season 1? And do you think episode 10, or chapter 10, episode 2, do you think that will begin on Tatooine? Is there still stuff to be done on Tatooine? Maybe is that where Boba Fett comes in, possibly? Right. Maybe in episode 2, he he tracks them down in Moss Eisley, possibly? Could he be an ally? Will he be a foe? Will he be a foe? We don't know. It's, kind of, it's hard to see Boba Fett being anything but a foe. Yeah. I mean, he was kind of a rival with Han Solo. I don't know. So seems like a bit of a curmudgeon. He, I mean, he's I, mean always, I know that's usually reserved for older men. But. <laughs> he's always been kind of a jerk to me. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way I'm going to go say. I know he's kind of the opposite of Mando. I feel I, like I don't know this guy, but I, I feel like he's a little cocky and arrogant, yeah. and he just kind of puts off that vibe. To he me. even put that vibe off as a kid. I mean, <laughs> he just he just has that vibe. <laughs> it's a vibe, man. He just has it. Um, so what's, you know, share in the, below, what's next? What do you guys think's coming next? Will Bubba Fett be in episode two? Will it begin in Tatooine? Did this first episode live up to your expectations? Because I will tell you, uh, at first I kind of thought in my 5am watch, <laughs> a little hazy, I thought like, 
man, I love this, but I feel like I wanted more. But that's the point. But then it's like Michelle brought up the point. It's like that. Like she said, they do build things, and it's like I think we will get those moments we want more. And I loved it. I thought it was a great episode, but it's just like, that is, I mean, ideally you should be wanting more or they probably didn't do their job very well. Well, and compare that to the first episode of The Mandalorian ever, where they they leave it on this, that's it? Like, I want more. I remember thinking that when I watched it, like, that's it. So at least this, I mean, it was like, what, like 50 minutes long? Which I loved. very happy about. Again. Like, big, keep it up. Again, bigger budget. <laughs> yes. Um, so, I just, and, and let us know, do you guys think the next episode, will it be in the 45 to 50 minute range? I sure hope so. Yeah, I really hope it's between 45 and 50 minutes. I mean, when you have eight episodes, I think you can manage to write that. <laughs> Definitely. So, I would really like to see it that way. Um, but, Natalie, any thoughts as we close? I mean, I know my final thoughts... One, it did leave, live up to my expectations. It was just enough of wow that wowed me, that excited me all over again, but left me wanting, can't wait for the next episode. So to me, it did its job. I love when Baby Yoda came in and they played, you know, uh, Eminem, Guess Who's Back, Back Again. <laughs> the, do you know? Baby's Back, Tell a Friend. I thought that was really cute. Do you know what, what's crazy? Me and her didn't discuss this, and I literally was thinking we should start with Guess Who's Back. <laughs> Did you really? Back Again. <laughs> Our brains weirdly sync up sometimes. Baby's <laughs> Back. <laughs> tell, tell a Friend. <laughs> baby's Back. Baby's Back. Baby's Back. Okay, well. We'll stop yeah, with we'll, our we will wait we, we, we'll stop with our Eminem. Um but that's how excited we are guys for to have new content and to have the Mandalorian. This looks back. like a job for me. Yes. It definitely looks like a job for Baby Yoda. Um it's definitely going to be. So yes. And and it has been a little a little empty. There's been nothing with without him. It's so been empty. It's been empty. So we we need words of Eminem. We've needed Baby Yoda back. So he's back in our lives, everyone. I'm so excited to see him. Natalie, any final thoughts on this episode? I I enjoyed it, and I'm just so excited to see what happens next week. Yes. I hope it's an hour long, or almost an hour long again. Yes, I I think next week is probably going to even up the ante a little more. Like, I'm just excited. Again, the thought, will Bubba be in it? I, I could see that definitely happening, and that would be cool. But I just think, I think we're in for a really awesome season. I don't think we're going to be disappointed. I think it's going to live up to the hype. And I think it's going to get bigger in a good way. But I think in episode one, as I've said multiple times now, do not be afraid that they're going to lose the heartbeat of the show, which is Mando and the child. I think you see in episode one, they get it. They're not going to lose that. That is the heartbeat of the like show. He goes where I go. He yes, where I go, he goes. Like that's that is this is the way. Yes. <laughs> like that's going to happen, but we're just going to get some new characters, maybe some beloved characters introduced, and I just think I'm just so excited. I think it's going to be awesome. I love this episode and just can't wait for more. Same here. Yeah. So that is it for this episode of Force of Light Entertainment. We appreciate you all joining the conversation and you you all watching on uh, YouTube. Uh, leave comments below. And Please do. Yes, and also don't forget to subscribe to the channel. If you love Mandalorian, we are going to be discussing this either every Friday or Saturday with you all. We'll have those. So those of you listening on podcasts, we usually release on Sunday. 
Probably for The Mandalorian, we're going to be re releasing either Friday or Saturday. Just go ahead and get it out there. So that will replace the, the Sunday episode for you listening on podcast. But, but yes, thank you for, for watching. And if you want to reach out to us, you can find us at Force of Light Entertainment. We are all places podcasts are. We also are on Twitter and Instagram at Force of Light Entertainment. And I am Michelle34Smith on each. Natalie. I am Natalie R. Grace on Twitter and NatLovesBella07 on Instagram. Yes, and we appreciate you all. And again, join the conversation. And next time, let's talk some more Mandalorian. More Baby Yoda. This is the way. Most we have, definitely. We have spoken. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>